This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps retired. Hello, American Patriots. We are now in Inauguration Week. And in the past, this would be a very good day. Didn't matter which side of the fence you on, we were getting ready to swear in a new president. However, millions of Americans are disheartened over this inauguration. In the past, we were disheartened, but we understood the election process and we accepted it. Conservatives especially accepted it. But the enemy of the free people and the patriots of America have spoken widely about how they are going to take power in this country. They've done multiple things over the last couple of weeks, but what I'm going to talk to you tonight is exactly what's happening. It's not new. It's been going on for hundreds of years, especially in the 20th century. And these people that are going to take power in this country are controlled by the communists. No doubt about it. All you have to do is see what they're doing. So I've got a big show, and we're going to talk about 2,000 National Guard members in Washington, D.C. have been deputized. What does that mean? A liberal becomes a conservative. Got a story where we talk about a person that was a liberal, and he turned into a conservative because of communism. Victims of Communist Memorial Project. There's a memorial in D.C. that was put there about 13 years ago that is honoring the victims of communists, the hundreds of million people that died by the communist hands. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Last but not least, I want you to understand there is a solution. There is a way to help control the federal government. It's called the Convention of States. If you're not part of it, you need to be. If you are, you need to tell them. Tell everyone to become part of the Convention of States, and I'll explain to you why. Lead, follow, or get the hell out of the way. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. For a person to convert their worldview, normally you have to have a major incident in their life. That's how they understand the changes that need to be made, not only in themselves, but in their country. And the example is what's going on today. This major event of the, quote, mob attacking the Capitol is a major event to 
many of the legislators and in this case the soon-to-be rulers of this country. So the Epic Times posted that there have been 2,000 National Guard troops in D.C. sworn in as special deputies or U.S. Marshals. So what does that mean? What does it mean when you become deputized? Lots of people in this country are deputized. The sheriffs deputize citizen volunteers so that if something happens in their state, they can call these deputies, these volunteers, and go out and put down riots and all that stuff. So why is the National Guard being deputized? Because they're afraid of you, the citizens. They're afraid of the people of our country on Inauguration Day. Never happened in the history of this country what these people are doing, putting up these massive fences and deputizing the National Guard. So deputizing deputation, as they call it, gives the guardsmen temporary limited law enforcement authority pertaining to specifically to the safety and protection of the inauguration and related events. The U.S. Marshals said in a caption on its Flickr page showing the guard troops being deputized at night. So that changes the attitude by deputizing National Guards you're pretty much telling them they have the authority to shoot somebody if they cross a fence or if they get into a zone. They're not trained to be deputies. They're trained to be National Guards and to use riot gear and suppress riots. But that is not what they're being asked to do today. They're asked to be deputies or sheriffs and use of deadly force is authorized. At an inauguration for the President of the United States. Think of how ridiculous this is. So it's a very, very troubled time in our country. So I will have to say this. Not surprised at all. Because our government and the people, especially the people that are going to be in charge of this country, are communists. Because only communists act this way. If you remember Tiananmen Square, when the college students of China stood up against the government, they killed many of them because they were protesting against the government. So the Heritage Foundation is a foundation that I dearly love because it is a foundation that's been around for a long time to support the heritage of America, the freedoms and the liberties and the Constitution that we have. The individual I'm going to put this clip on, his name is Dr. Lee Edwards, and he actually became a conservative. He was a liberal for many years until this event in his life happened, and he became a conservative. And I'm going to play this clip so you can hear exactly what he's saying. Before I do that, I want to remind you that YouTube suppresses a lot of things. And this video only has 878 views. Not 878,000 views. 878 views. And this is how they're going to do this. They're going to suppress our voice. Take a good listen to Dr. Lee Edwards. In your autobiography, Just Right, you write 
that you became a conservative because of communism. True. It really began for me uh, in, in 1956. Uh, I was in Paris uh, on the GI Bill, so to that part of government I believe in and think that's a wonderful idea. Um, doing some studying at the Sorbonne, going to classes, occasionally going to classes, perhaps spending more time than that at, at cafes and cabarets and uh, cobs at late in the night. And in the October of uh, 1956, and I had just gotten out of the army, and I was settling in on the left bank. I was going to be a great novelist, another Hemingway. Uh, and out of Budapest uh, came the radio broadcasts that the people of Hungary had risen up against the Soviets and said, get out of town. And miracle of miracles, they did. Uh, the Soviets withdrew their tanks from Budapest for two weeks. And they sent them back in slaughtered thousands of young men and women, young men my age, I was then 20, 23, uh, and I was so stricken by that. I, and I looked around, well, what can I do or what can my country do? And it was a very weak press release out of the White House, which disappointed me greatly. We didn't do anything more than that, a resolution in the United Nations condemning the action. And I resolved, Peter, at that point, that whatever else I did for the rest of my life, I would help those who were opposing communism as best as I could. So I became an anti-communist because of the Budapest Revolution of 1956. Dr. Lee experienced a major event in his life in 1956. He's seen what is possible by a communist government and what they can do to a country that at the point in time was free and had the ability to be and do who they are and the Russians decimated that country and took it over just because they can. So do you need a major event to change your worldview? Is that what you need? An event that you can see with your eyes to prove the communists is infiltrating and taking over our country. Mine was being part of the military. I retired from the Marine Corps in 2002, and I knew at that point that the communists were in this country and they were doing everything they can to take it over. They just didn't have big tanks at the time. So... If you can't see that the communists are turning this country into a dictatorship, just look at the 2,000 National Guards that have the ability to shoot somebody in an instant just because of an inauguration. That's the insanity of what we're going on. Dr. Lee is fighting communism. So why are the American citizens... Why is 90% of this country not standing up and fighting communism? Because they don't know. They haven't had that experience. They don't understand what is going to happen to them. And by the time it happens, it's too late. That's how it works.
want to talk to you about Victims of Communism Memorial Project. This project was created and put in place to remember over 100 million people that were killed because of communism for no other reason. Not that they were fighting in a war against the government. They were trying to fight for their freedom. Trying to stand up against communism and they were wiped out. So the victims of communism.org is the organization that I'm talking about. And you need to go check it out. That way you can understand what's going on because they see it, they know it, and they're trying to tell you. And this is what they say. We don't educate our youngest generation about the historical truth of 100 million victims murdered at the hands of communist regimes over the past century. We shouldn't be surprised at their willingness to embrace Marxist ideas. Is the politicians in America embracing Marxist ideas? You damn right they are. They will not fight against the BLM, which is a Marxist organization. Matter of fact, they're supporting it and standing for them. That's the issue that we're dealing with. And I guarantee you, after you hear these clips from a great person, she's a Canadian citizen that was pulled out of China. And when you hear her story and listen to what she has to say, then maybe this could be the event that gets you to understand what communism is. I'm going to play this clip, but this clip has only had 88,828 views on YouTube. It should have had 88 million views. That's how widespread this should be in this country. But the big tech are suppressing it, and they will continue to suppress it. The victims of the Communist Memorial, that's all part of this organization. So take a good listen to this young lady and her story about communism. I was born right after the Tiananmen Square massacre. I had to learn from Western media what happened to those courageous Chinese people who were killed that day, June 4th, 1989. That really shocked me. It has never existed in our generation's memories. I had a shift in my worldview and had the courage to doubt what I have been learning my entire life. It's a profound embarrassment to learn that your entire belief system was based on a huge lie. My name is Anastasia Lin. My Chinese name is Ling Yefan. I am a working actress, and I am Miss World Canada 2015 and 16. I entered the beauty pageant because I wanted to speak up for those people. Anastasia Lin is an advocate for human rights in China. Anastasia Lin. Lin is an outspoken critic of China's human rights record. I feel like I'm just putting one foot in front of another. I never look at myself like a human rights activist. Chinese people and Western people live in two different worlds. 
I consider myself to be Canadian. And also, I grew up in a Chinese environment. Chinese people consider I'm Chinese. I'm stuck in the middle. There's a lot of things in my childhood that I still cannot really understand. We were taught songs that had lyrics about how the Communist Party is closer to you than your own mother. The Communist Party is always glorious, Listen righteous, and great. Always believe them. The party is good for Educate you. Educate ourselves. Denounce our enemies. You should always strive for being aligned. I was elected as a student leader, and I taught to discourage their private personalities, to make their whole being assimilate to the communist ideology. I became an agent for the state to persecute my fellow Chinese. Report to teacher whoever is not in line. And I didn't know better. I wouldn't have done that if I know the truth. And they're still doing it today. Anastasia was the queen of the world beauty pageant of Canada. Twice. And the media was all over it, standing up and supporting her and her life and experiencing what went on in these communist countries. Where are they today? Where is the media stopping the communism growing in America? They're nowhere to be found because they are promoting it. They are doing everything they can to silence your voice and to bring this new regime into power so that they can control you and turn this country into what they want it to be and their utopia in their mind, just like the other communist countries. Not going to downplay any of this. It's the truth. I've been saying it for years, and now I'm on a mic telling you about it. So can you relate to what she is saying? Are you aligned with the big tech and the Democrat ideas. Because this matches exactly what she's saying. When she was a student, she was reporting her students as being bad people and not being in line with the communist government. And she had no idea what she was doing. So you got to listen to the full clip, but I'm going to play another portion of this. It's very important to understand she finally realized after she came to Canada, it took her some time to understand exactly what's going on, but she finally realized it, and this is what she says. My mother wanted to bring me out of China because of that. Because she thinks that that environment cannot be healthy for a child. And she wanted me to grow up in a society that has dignity and be free to be who I am. My parents got divorced and my mom brought me to Canada. The change that I experienced didn't happen overnight. It happened 
over a course of quite a few years, a lifetime of indoctrination is not easy to shed. The Communist Party wants absolute control of the hearts and minds of Chinese people. After I came to Canada, I learned the Chinese Communist Party have a few buttons that people can push. The Tibetans, the Uyghurs, the Falun Gong, House Christians, Taiwan, and Tiananmen Square. I went online and searched all those topics. I was most shocked when I watched the video of Tiananmen Massacre. Chinese people tried. Everybody came together. In my 13 years of experience in China, I'd never really seen Chinese people willing to risk their lives for other people. But on that day, they were rescuing the students with bullets flying around them. It gave me a new understanding new appreciation for my countrymen. 80 million Americans are now part of the same group that these students in China were put in. When this regime takes over, they're going to stop at nothing whatsoever to persecute you and get you into their ideology. If you think they're constitution-following people, you're wrong. They are going to come at you at no end. They spent four years doing this against the president. Do you think they're going to stop now? Do you think the world's just going to unite and America's going to be nice and fine and dandy? It's not. I guarantee you it's not. And it's going to take many, many patriots to stand up against this regime, against this so-called administration. Because if we don't, it won't be long and there won't be a constitution of the United States. Think about it. Can you afford to lose the constitution within four years? So it brings me to the Convention of States. The Convention of States is an organization with now 4 million supporters and donors that understand we got to do something as citizens and as states of this country to rein in this federal government. Three things that the Convention of States are going to accomplish. And this year, we're going to get many more states in the Convention of States, I guarantee you. Number one, we got to reduce the size of the federal government. If we don't, they take control of everything. They take control of the media, which they've already done, and they take control of everything in your life. And you can't do anything unless you do it the way they say it needs to be done. Number two, term limits. We have to have term limits on every single individual in the government so that they cannot build wealth and get into this massive world 
of control because now they feel they have all the power, which they do because we're allowing it. We're voting these idiots in to be part of this organization that is supposed to be for you. 40, 50 years in this government is not sustainable to keep a republic of and for and by the people. You got to do that. Number three, we have got to put in the Constitution some type of restraint to keep the Congress and the President from spending every dime that we don't have. There's no Constitution amendment whatsoever that tells the government you have to balance the budget. And because it's not there, the courts, even though it is now supposedly a conservative court, we cannot hold the federal government responsible for spending dollars that we don't have. Because you cannot sue and or hold them liable in a court. You can just imagine what's going to happen in the years to come if we don't control the spending of the federal government. It might as well just be a communist state because the communists, they own the government. They own the money. They own everything. And then when they can't produce enough money to support all the people that they want to support that do nothing to earn that dollar, then what they're going to do is they're going to raise taxes on you. And then when you can't pay no more taxes, they're going to make more money. And then they're going to hire you at a lot lower rate, and then you become labor. Slave labor, just like they do in China. It's here, it's coming, and we have to do something about it. So I'm asking you tonight, right now, if you haven't been to conventionstates.com, go, read about it, sign up, sign the petition, let your legislators know we got to do something. The states still have the power to do something, but at some point they will not have that power anymore. And there won't be any more state. There won't be any more legislators to support you. Pass it on. Please share the podcast. Get the word out there. Let people listen to the truth. Let them feel in their heart that we have an issue. And then maybe they'll get off the couch, stop eating their bonbons, and do something. And help us fight the communism before it's completely out of control and we lose our country. Stand up, show up, and speak up. This is The Gunny, out.